Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. Today's episode will certainly get you into the holiday spirit as we discuss Tinkered Toy Box, a recent program that helped children with disabilities get adapted toys that will help them make the most of the holiday season. Before we get into that, give yourself the gift of knowledge by checking out any previous episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut each week and are designed to keep you in the know on the go. Of course, you can also find them every Friday as part of the headlines we can review. With that, let's bring in Sung-Hee Yoon, a rehabilitation engineer with Michigan Medicine. Sung-Hee helped coordinate the Tinkered Toy Box program, which ended up providing 42 adapted toys for area children. Sung-Hee, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Now, first, can you tell our listeners what the goal of the Tinkered Toy Box program was and how it was carried out? Sure. The goal of the Tinker Toy Box was to provide area children with disabilities with toys that they can play with. So these children have either cognitive or physical disabilities that um, get in the way of them playing with standard toys that are out in the market. And so we adapted them to help them be able to play with it. Um, Most of them were adapted with switches so that they can interact with it, even with a disability and we um, adapted the toys with volunteers from the community. The funding was provided by Dance Marathon from University of Michigan, and um, the leadership team was built with two rehab engineers, um, including myself, an um, assistive technology coordinator who is also a rehab engineer from WISD, which is Washtenaw Intermediate School District, and a speech pathologist, Rebecca Ankney from Michigan Medicine. Awesome. Now, when you say that these toys were adapted with a switch, what exactly does that mean and how does that make it easier for children with disabilities to use? So that means that we made a very small electronic change. So um, we re- most of the time we reroute the power line through a switch so that, for example, the toys that where you press um, the hand, hand of like a stuffed animal and it sings you a song, we might reroute the battery line or the power through a switch. So when a kid presses that switch with either whatever movement that they have. So these kids with disabilities, they may only be able to move their hand just slightly or they may only be able to move their head. Mm -hmm. Um, We can even probably um, reroute it to a sip and puff, so like a straw that they can blow into where you trigger it and the toy will do whatever it was supposed to do, like sing, move. Um, We adapted a fart machine. So the switch um, uh, triggers a fart noise. Um, That was one of them. One was a spin art. The switch um, spins this toy and it splatters paint all over the toy. The other one was um, uh, Thomas the Train. So you press the switch and the the carts go up a uh, train track and then spins back down. And then the last one was a bubble machine. The switch um, triggers the bubble machine to spit out bubbles. That's awesome. Um, Now, why is it so important to adapt these toys for kids, and why is it especially important that you use so-called regular toys on the market as opposed to sort of specially designed ones for kids with disabilities? Um, With kids, I believe that it's really important to um, help help them feel part of the crowd. And Mm -hmm. so by adapting regular toys that they see in the market, um, that makes them feel like, okay, I'm getting the toy that all of my friends also have, and I'm not... Um, different and different is good. Unique is good. But for kids, I think that a lot of the times they want to um, see them, themselves playing with the same toys that their friends are playing with. And on, on top of that, a lot of the specialty toys are really expensive. Gotcha. So if we adapt toys that are $10, $15 off the market or $20 off the market um, with a small change that costs probably 
up four or five dollars. Um, the kids are able to play with toys that their friends play with. But if you buy a specialty toy, it might run you um, like $100, $200. Right. I think one of the really cool things that was mentioned in the story is you guys actually kept all the original packaging, right, and repackaged these toys so that the kids almost don't even know that they had been adapted for them. Right. So same in the same line as it's important to um, give the kids a regular, quote-unquote, regular toys, um, we wanted them to feel like it's a new thing that they're receiving. Um, hand-me-downs are also important to, you know, maybe teach lessons for kids, <laughs> but also we all want toys that are new or presents that are new. We don't want to feel like, oh, this has been a used item that's being gifted to me. So yeah. we made sure that we used like exacto knives and like we kept all the original tape so that we packaged it all back up and then they'll, um, and then we also use adaptations like surface mount jacks, which um, are flush to the surface of the toy so that when you plug in the switches, it doesn't look like this dangling um, adaptation that was added onto the toy. That's so cool. Uh, what was the reaction like from parents and children who received the toys? They were super excited. Uh, my favorite was uh, one kid came in with um, their family member and then he had an older sister that came in to pick up the toy and she was so excited to pick it up and she grabbed it from the um, group of toys and then brought it over to her little brother who was actually the one that's receiving the toy mm -hmm. and um, I think that I sent you a photo of mm -hmm. that and the little girl she was so excited to show it off and like showed him how to play with it and so overall it was good to see also the siblings because yeah. the important thing about a lot of things that are adaptive um, adaptive toys adaptive sports we, we love it because we it, that allows the kids with disabilities to play with their siblings and their friends that may have disabilities or also their siblings that may not have disabilities. Right. They so can sort of jump in and, yep. and take part. Yeah, and like level the playing field. Yeah. There's family bonding there. Um, do you plan on doing the program again next year? And if so, how can our listeners get involved? Yes. So we plan on applying for Dance Marathon funding again next year. So we're getting ready to apply for that. Um, I think the application um, process starts soon. Um, and the listeners can help by next year um, if they want to volunteer to adapt the toys, it really is easy to adapt them. Uh, we will, during the Tinker Build Day, we will teach you how to solder. Um, but even if you have no experience, it's just a simple, usually like one point where you have to solder. But there's extensive instructions that we give, and you have you don't need any prior experience to be able to do them. So, if you want to volunteer to adapt the toys, you can definitely do that. But um, this past year, we ended up getting. All of our toys donated, so none of our Dance Marathon funding actually went to the toys themselves. Okay. We um, created an Amazon wish list that um, listen, or listeners can also participate in. So community members, our colleagues, our friends, our friends, our friends and families, um, they all participated in donating the toys. So that's the easiest way for you to don't um, help us and volunteer. And the toys ran from anywhere from eight dollars to I think. The most was twenty twenty four. So it's not too expensive. Yeah, that's awesome. And you can get more information about Tinker Toy Box, how you can you know participate at mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. While you're there, check out other featured stories from this past week. For instance, employees were asked to send in their unique holiday traditions. If there's something cool you do over the winter holidays, such as volunteering at a local food pantry or just having your colleagues over for a delicious meal, be sure to let Headlines know. Send an email explaining your tradition to headlines at med.umich.edu. Also this week, readers were given tools and tips to help them eat healthy over the holidays, and infection prevention and epidemiology declared it to be flu season at Michigan Medicine, 
meaning those who have not yet received their flu vaccination must wear a mask in patient care areas. Learn more about all of that and much, much more at mmheadlines.org. Okay, it's time for the employee perk of the week. It's estimated that a record 112.5 million people will be traveling over the December holidays. If you're among that group, we've got good news for you. Payless Car Rental offers all Michigan Medicine employees a 5% discount on their daily rates. To take advantage of this deal, go to paylesscar.com and use discount code MTE024. Once again, that's paylesscar.com and discount code MTE024. And for more deals just like that one, go to mmheadlines.org and search Employee Perks. All right, let's do the weekly trivia contest. Last episode, we asked listeners, what is the name of the new service offered by HITS that helps employees manage their password? The answer is LastPass. Congratulations to Allie Jones of the Office of Surgery Education. Allie, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch shortly to help you claim your prize. Now for this week's question, let's turn it back over to Sung Hee. Thanks, Dan. This week's question is... Which school district did Michigan Medicine partner with to help carry out the Tinker Toy Box program? Once again, which school district did Michigan Medicine partner with to help carry out the Tinker Toy Box program? If you know the answer, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a great prize. And everyone who sends in the correct answer will automatically be entered into a raffle to win an Amazon Echo. Thank you, Sung Hee. Our final segment of the show is designed to make your life just a little bit easier. We know that parking at the Academic Medical Center can be a challenge, but did you know that there is a new parking and transportation coordinator that can help you find the perfect place to park based on your specific needs and schedule? Brian Castillo is stationed at the connector between Mott and Taubman Center near the entrance to the P3 parking structure. He can be contacted at mmcommuter at umich.edu. That's all the time we have for today. If you're interested in more great content designed specifically for Michigan Medicine employees, be sure to follow the new Employees at Michigan Medicine Facebook page. The page is conveniently titled Employees at Michigan Medicine. Sung Hee, thank you again for being here, and thank you to all of our listeners for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. And And that's that's a wrap. wrap.